Hi, I'm Wendy Francis, nutrition therapist, emotional eating expert, and entrepreneur. I've helped countless people overcome their obsession with food and weight. Isn't it time you overcame what you had become and ignite who you were meant to be? Your time to become an overcomer starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Overcoming your emotional eating. It's no secret that I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I say it every year, this time of year, that we can do so much more for ourselves in so many different ways come January of the new year. So many ways that serve us different, better, more intentionally with longer lasting effects. In this call in particular, I'm talking about what you can do besides making resolutions and why, in fact, it's more impactful on your life in the short term and the long term. If you love this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. In 2022, it's one of my goals to serve an even greater community and population I know there's many of you out there that have reached out that want continued support, and I know there's many more, and I'm going to continue to provide that. So let's keep moving others who need to overcome their emotional eating, their relationship with food, and change what they had become. All of us striving together to lift each other enables us to build the community that we so deserve and desire. Thanks for listening. So we can celebrate um, together, right, the beginning of a new year. Uh, And this year I am calling Deuces, right, 2022, Deuces Wild, uh, as as one of my best friends and I are calling, and hopefully it's not wild, hopefully it's, um, healing, it's restoring, it's releasing, it's recovering, and it's beautiful and joyful. And whatever other adjectives that you have designed for yourself for this year. I don't necessarily believe in, and I'll talk about why in just a few minutes, but I don't necessarily believe in New Year's resolutions at all. And I haven't for years. I do believe in uh, New Year's words or adjectives. I do believe in setting intentions for new adventures. So if this year is a fresh, clean adventure for you in whatever way that needs to be, then I absolutely stand by and behind creating an adjective and an intention behind that. But I don't believe in resolutions. I wish I did in some respects, but we've known for years that, you know, the statistics on resolutions are not great. And um, interestingly enough, I actually, you know, looked up some stats on New Year's resolutions for 2021, um, and it looks like, you know, 75% of the people in 2021 made New Year's resolutions, um, which was actually an increase from what they found in, uh, to, of 16%. So more people made New Year's resolutions 
last year. More people failed at those resolutions, unfortunately. Again, for I think it's like the 21st or 22nd year in a row, health-related, weight-related, food-related resolutions are at the top of the list. Um, with anywhere from 43% of men to 48% of women making, uh, you know, health and weight uh, one of their top goals or resolutions for that new year. Many people were very optimistic, uh, Gen Z being the most optimistic, that they would hit their goals. Statistics, unfortunately, were the same, that 17% of people actually completed their New Year's resolutions, which, you know, that's why I don't necessarily believe in them. Now, can you set a goal? Absolutely. And that's a different situation. But a resolution, is it, it tends to be, you know, I like to, when I hear people's resolutions, it tends to be this long, sometimes kind of complicated list, but this long list of what people, well, I need to do this, and I need to do this, and I need to lose that, and I need to gain this, and I need to make more money here, I need to change jobs. I need to sell my house, I need to go on vacation, I need, <laughs> and the list goes on and on. And so in those resolutions, there's so many that there's no way that we could really succeed. It, it, it's super difficult. So either you can stagger those things, right, if you, if you really feel like your life needs an overhaul in so many different areas, or you could think about it differently. As I mentioned, you know, I tend to look at the adjectives and the intention behind the new year. So what adjectives do you want to live into? Um, and I don't set a, um, I don't know where I got this from. I'm, I, I'm certain I got it from somewhere or somebody. But for so many years in a row now, around this time of year, I have just found that certain words come to me, and it sounds strange, but I think that probably happens for all of us. I don't think I'm special um, by any means, but words just kind of come to me as I'm sitting around and thinking, or um, I remember a few years back, I was actually in California, and um, I was sitting by the beach, and these four words just kind of popped in my head. This year, I was actually in uh, a yoga class, and words popped in my head, and and I, I've decided to bring those in to 2022. So I do believe in intentions. I believe in adjectives to kind of define the, uh, the, the new realm that you're moving into. If it feels like a new realm for you, not every year for me has felt like a clean slate or a new realm. The, 2022 for some reason does. Well, I shouldn't say for some reason. There's many reasons why 2022 feels like a clean slate for me. There are many things that have happened over the last few months that's enabled me to really come into 2022 in a feeling of unburden, in a feeling of release. In fact, um, release is one of the words that came to me. Um, and so I, I, I definitely feel I'm, I'm defined in that. Um, and I think forcing resolutions doesn't ever help anybody, right? It's not the time to set that weight goal. It's not the time to start over for that. It's the time to continue a journey in whatever way that's going to be for you. But what I love to think about when we really think about the new year uh, is 
what are the things that really help change us? Regardless of the resolution, what actually makes those things happen? What actually moves things? So some people would say it's us, right? It's our discipline. In fact, the majority of people that failed at their resolution said they failed because they didn't have discipline, right? I don't know how much I believe that. That's, a, that's another uh, philosophical story for another day. But the truth is, I, I understand where that comes from. I don't think it's discipline. I think we don't set ourselves up to change our patterns, to change our um, energy, to change the way we do things. Now, that's what gets change to occur, right, for us to move forward, as I talked about last week, to fail forward, right? And if you change the energy with which you do things, in whatever way you want to look at that energy, whether it be physical energy, mental energy, emotional energy, for some people it might be spiritual or, um, energy, that it's those things that really make the change. So what if you actually focused on these seven things, I'm going to give you seven things, to really think about to, that actually comprise our emotional environment and our energy to really make change in a progressive fashion. So first, what if we made a resolution to change our thoughts? I mean, nobody does that, right? Nobody goes, you ask somebody like a friend, oh, what's your new resolution? They go, oh, to change my thoughts. <laughs> you don't really hear that. In fact, most of what I'm going to talk about, you don't really hear anything about. But the truth is, if we change our thoughts, we change our feelings. If we change our feelings, we change our actions. And if we change our actions, we change the momentum of our energy. Every thought we have emits a frequency. And I know that sounds a little out there or maybe woo-woo. It's not meant to be. And we all get this, right? Do you ever walk up to somebody, uh, whether it be at a party or at work or, you know, whatever that is, and you can just tell by, like, how they look or some people are like, oh, I just felt like she was in a bad mood. Well, a lot of times that's because of their thoughts. Like they're not in a good space in their head, in their thoughts. That actually creates an energy around that person and to us. So what if we try to change our thoughts? And in whatever way we could do that, we held to that for 2022. How can we change our thoughts? Well, first, it's knowing what your thoughts are now. And then, two, it's defining what you want them to be. And you can do that by actually getting a sense of how you want to feel during this year. How do you want to feel? And so whether that be empowered, whether it be um, conquered, whether it be um, you know powerful or resilient or whatever that is, right, then what thoughts enable you to have that feeling. So what if we focus on our thoughts? Second, what if we made a resolution around the company that we keep, our friend group, our peer group, 
our collegial group. The people around you directly influence who you are. There is no doubt. It, it, we know this to be true, right? I mean, I, I knew this when I was in sixth grade, and I never skipped school before, and I made a brand new friend who I <laughs> had this real intense, you know, preteen friendship with. And her and I skipped school 32 days, almost 33, got caught right before. And I'd never done it before. Why did I do that? It was the company I was keeping, right? That wasn't her fault, and it wasn't my fault. It was the company that we were keeping. It was about how we moved with each other in the world, so to speak. And many people keep company or friendships or peer groups or colleagues and they're, you're connected on negativity. You're connected on the what's bad. One of my amazing girlfriends and I had this really long conversation about this. As I was visiting her, I was so happy, ecstatic. I got to spend five days with her on um, an unexpected visit uh, over the holidays. But we were having this long conversation about, you know, how how uh, it's, it's so easy for so many of us to connect on what's negative, yet we don't always connect on what's positive. People don't go up to each other, you know, and someone says, hey, how's your day? And somebody goes, great, let me tell you what happened, da, 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 da. And the person's so invested in what happened that was great to that person, they forget about everything else. It doesn't happen that way, right? Usually, we ask somebody, hey, how was your day? And they go, great, and you go, oh, good. And then you move on. <laughs> something else. However, somebody asks somebody else, hey, how was your day? And somebody goes, oh my God, sucked. It was terrible. Then the person goes, oh, tell me what happened. What happened? Now, listen, hey, I'm all for empathy and I'm all for helping a friend. Please don't get me wrong. But I just find it interesting that we connect around the negativity and sometimes we keep the company of people around us who may not keep themselves in a positive way and that, in fact, can really bring us down. It can bring us to a place that we may not want or need to be. It doesn't elevate us. So what if you made a resolution to keep different company if you're not in the right company of people, peers, colleagues, that you need to be to keep yourself elevated to the level that you want to be? Music. Music is really powerful. And, I, you know, it's so funny. I listen to what my kids listen to, um, at least one of my children, what she listens to. And I go, God, like, how, how much more can they say terrible words about females? Or how much more can they say this word or that word? I mean, the music, and, you know, the truth is, listen, when I was a teenager, I listened to some pretty raunchy stuff, too. Maybe not as raunchy as today's music, but, you know, it is a lot years later. But what if we kept music around us that brought us joy, that made our hearts sing, that helped us feel calm or relaxed or joyous, whatever that was? I've kind of refound this love for um, slow R&B and jazz, and I realize it keeps my soul level and even keel. And so as much as my kids don't love it <laughs> and they laugh at me when I sing to it, the truth is it, it makes my heart 
fill with joy and puts pep in my step. So what if you made a resolution to keep music around you that allowed you to feel good? What about think what about changing the things you look at? What about changing your visuals? What if we made a resolution to only look at, watch, read, stare at things that make us feel good? When we watch things, our brain accepts it as reality. I know we forget that, right? And we're like, oh, well, we're just telling ourselves that, you know, this is just CSI or this is just the news and it has nothing to do with me. No, your brain doesn't know. And your body chemistry changes. They've done studies. And your body chemistry changes when you watch violence on TV. Whether it's a movie, whether it's the news, whether it's social media, our body chemistry changes. Our body and brain respond like it's actually happened to us. So what if you made a resolution to look at the things that make you feel good, that make you feel happy, joyous, powerful, empowered, whatever that is, right, as much as possible. I get that we need to know what's happening in the world, but we don't need to ruminate in it, and that's where we go wrong. So what if we made a resolution to change the things we looked at? What about changing our atmosphere or our environment, right? If you work at home or, or you work at an office, you know, if it's messy, if it's dirty, if it's smells yucky, if, you know, if it looks, you know, unkept or unclean, that impacts how we feel. There's no doubt. You know, when we watch, uh, you know, I know that there's a, there's a show out there called Hoarders, and, and people have heard of it, and some people have watched it, and I've watched it just as intrigue. And, you know, their environment makes the, the way that they feel so much worse. Now, I get that there's an underlying psychological issue going on there, but, you know, you've got to change your atmosphere to help how you change. So what if you made a resolution, if, there, if there's environments either in your home, certain rooms in your home, your workspace, to change that, to help you feel what you want to feel. So whether that's diffusers, pretty pictures, cleaning up, tidying up, organizing. I'm in this huge organizing phase. I'm like dumping galore and reorganizing things. Um, and it feels really good. So what, what atmosphere could you change that could help you elevate to the next level? Number six, I already talked about this at the beginning, right? What if you made a resolution with a word? What word or adjective do you want to describe this year? That's so easy to hold. In fact, a number of years ago, when I had these four words come to me in California, I actually had a friend who was a graphic designer kind of make me these little squares and I hung them up on my wall. I still have them. I've got to pull them down because three new words came to me this year. But, and, and I kept those on my wall and I would stare at those and I could hold those. And was I doing that? It's a whole lot easier than thinking about the 23 resolutions I made. It's like, am I living into that word or that adjective? And I could simply answer yes or no, as opposed to look at my resolutions. And then finally, gratitude. What if you made a resolution to be grateful? Even if it was just to find one thing 
every day that you are grateful for. Just one. Doesn't have to be a list of 20 things. It can just be one thing. If all we ever did was say thank you, it would be enough. And they come up with that quote. I just think it's beautiful because it's very true. If we just said thank you at least once for what we had a day, whether it was something specific or we couldn't find something specific and we needed to keep it general, being grateful keeps us out of fear. It keeps us out of worry. It keeps us out of anxiety. It keeps us out of so many things. So what if you used it more this year? What if you started to thank whatever it was that was good for the day? Because that opens up doors for you to actually see what else happens good. Right? What we focus on is what we feel. Right? Where our energy goes, focus flows. Right? So the truth is, if you do that, you focus on the gratitude, you will find more good things. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. So what new beginning do you want to find this year? Don't focus on the ends. Focus on the beginnings. Because that's where it actually all happens. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Rate review and subscribe you never know who you'll help become the next overcomer